welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. Now, you may or may not have noticed that Autumn has not been with me in these conversations the past couple times, and that is because she has been on sabbatical. She is on an extended sabbatical with her husband, Brian, and so it's really fun because I have the opportunity to be a bit uncomfortable and extend the conversation. Last week, I got to talk with Jeff, our pastor, and with Kate, a dear friend of mine, And today I get to talk with another dear friend, Marissa Martin. And the reason that I asked her to join me today as we are talking about identity is because Marissa and I have had a significant journey with one another as disciples of Jesus in addressing the really deep foundational issue of identity with one another Mm -hmm. and with Jesus. And I wonder if you would share briefly how we met Marissa. Yeah, this is so fun to be here, Lorraine. Thanks for inviting me. So fun. Um, always, we have so many great conversations, so this is, just feels like an, a, a, a flow of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we met at our church and then specifically a marriage retreat or conference that we went to mm-hmm. um, at the time, and it was just so easy to connect with you. We and that were, was probably like 16 years yeah, ago, maybe? for sure. Yeah. yeah, like 16 years ago. It was just an immediate... Uh, connection. We're working on, um, yeah, connecting, connecting with each other, connecting with Jesus and our identity, connecting with the church, connecting with the world. It was just like an easy, easy soul connection. So I'm really grateful for that. So we really became prayer partners, not like really super regular, but we just did have this deep soul connection for Mm -hmm. some, well, not for some reason. It was because Jesus put it there. And then we started walking some stuff out with one another. And I am now, in fact, I'm just coming up on my 17th anniversary. Awesome. We did meet at a marriage conference, mm-hmm. and Marissa is now single, mm-hmm. but we have had opportunity to really dive into mm-hmm. the reality of our identities in Christ with one another. I was thinking back to a couple of ways that my identity has mm-hmm. been shaped, and mm-hmm. one of the ways is through my marriage. Mm-hmm. I am divorced. My first marriage was literally, I say it was shattered, and it was shattered, and my identity was shattered in that. Mm -hmm. And the amount of rebuilding and restoration and learning what it actually means to have my identity in Christ largely came through that shattering when I really met Jesus for the first time. And like for you, what it like that your identity was so placed in that person or relationship, how mm -hmm. has that shifted? now for you and your relationship with Monty? Well, you know, I really didn't even realize because I was last week with Jeff and Kate, I talked about God given denial. Mm. I really feel like I was, I was a sheep. I was doing what I knew how to do. But when my first marriage exploded, I literally had a conversion experience. Like I met Jesus. And so I feel like my identity up to that point had been built upon some false assumptions. I had really bought hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. Some things that were not helpful for me as a woman. And I just had a really distorted reality Mm -hmm. of what my role was. Mm -hmm. And I had lost my sense of worth. My worth was being defined as a wife, as a Christian. And so I had lost a lot of myself. Right. Wow. Which is like counter to what I would believe God sees in marriage that we can remain yes. each of our individual identities mm-hmm. and then become a we. Yes. And and respect and care for each other's right. identities. 
that having that genuine love. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Monty and me, it's been a journey for us too. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got remarried and I was under the illusion that I was sort of, I kind of had the identity thing figured out. And then I've had the opportunity to do a lot yeah. deeper of a dive into what is my actual identity in Christ. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of talk of identity in our culture right now. Mm-hmm. And I really believe it comes down to personal yeah. deliverance and salvation, defining mm-hmm. ourselves Mm-hmm. through God's love and letting everything else flow out of that. And I feel like we kind of get it backwards sometimes. I think that 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 strong pull to culture and to what we see, what's tangible, that is easy, it's easier to have our identity based in that because mm-hmm. it's something we can actually feel or touch. Whereas if we're supposed to be identifying with our creator, mm-hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a hard process. That's a really deep process. And... I think, yeah, I, I guess that's what I was thinking was just this, we're, t- we're supposed to be tying back to the, the one who created us, who our identity, <clears throat> excuse me, was made in, not in what's, what's tangible and around us, which right. is hard. It's super hard, a journey, hard work. Right. Makes me think about how I feel like my perception was so much about performance. Yeah. Like I, I had such a hard time believing, and sometimes I still do, that God knows more about my identity and how he created me for my ultimate complete joy and satisfaction and fulfillment than I have any clue about. And I feel like sometimes it's we grasp onto things because we know that that's who we are, but God has more fullness in that. He's not trying to take away our identity. He's trying to make it the fullness of what he has for us. And I'm still learning that. Yeah. How how do you, I mean, where do you see the the kind of, I I always call it the American church, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how for you does that play into our, this sense of identity? You're talking about an identity that's a delight to Christ, yeah, right? right? Oh, we're mm-hmm. supposed to be, he, we're his delight. And like for you, where has, where has that gotten mixed up with maybe the message of judgment or the message of, um, yeah. Yeah, I'd love you to answer that question after I do actually, mm-hmm. because for me, I think we've gotten confused and mm-hmm. distracted by mm-hmm. the concern for what the right thing to do is. Yeah rather than being more concerned about the deliverance and salvation of the gospel of Jesus, the good news, because the good news, Mm -hmm. it makes those other things go away. If we are, Mm -hmm. if we have received the salvation of Jesus and we have the spirit within us Mm -hmm. to teach us and instruct us, then we want to grow in Mm -hmm. the things that please the Lord. And he's not trying to rip our hands off of everything that we believe is at the core of our being. He wants to expand that. And so I think the church does a bad job of mm-hmm. speaking to the tremendous joy. We don't have to be afraid of our, losing our identities. And right. whether it be identity in our jobs, identity mm-hmm. in our hobbies, identity in our sexuality, identity in our mm-hmm. marriage, identity as a Christian, identity mm-hmm. as a servant of Christ, we don't need to be afraid of God ripping our hands off of stuff. Why aren't we right. preaching more the gospel right. of his salvation and deliverance? And his love. Yeah, and his love. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So I'd love to hear more what you think about it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if the gospel is presented as judgment, who would want to identify with that God? Right. 
And that, I mean, that's just what it's coming forward. Right. I, I wouldn't. That would be the last person I'd want to identify because judgment feels so painful and shameful. Right. Not to say that there isn't judgment. I don't want to go biblically off ground. Right. I want to say this is different. It feels a mm-hmm. little different. Yeah. That our, if, our identi- if he loves us and our identity is based in love then following him and understanding our identity more in Christ feels like a beautiful thing. Like I want to do that. Yes. I want to know him more so I can know more of myself. Right. I want him to infuse himself in my work, in my relationships, Mm -hmm. in my home. Yeah. It's so true, Marissa. We get it backwards Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we're walking in restriction or rules or... Mm-hmm. We're not walking in the spacious place. He says mm-hmm. our boundaries are set in pleasant places in the yes. Psalms. Yes. And it's the truth. It's so like true. he's the good and faithful God and yes. he's not out there to uh make us miserable. No. So No. I think you're right. And of course we want to be theologically careful, of mm-hmm. course, but the truth is Mm-hmm. That when we receive the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that that is where we want to mm-hmm. love God and love others. It's not, it becomes not compulsory. Yes. And that's where I spoke earlier about being shattered in my first marriage. I didn't realize that my Christian life was compulsory. And yeah. now, so then I have my conversion experience. And now the Lord has been helping me walk on that discipleship road. Mm-hmm. And I'm growing. Yeah. In my ability to want to abide, I often don't. And to be honest, right now with Monty, I'm working on in the evenings. I often depart. Mm -hmm. I want to distract myself because of Monty's great. My story, of course, he's not perfect. My story is that my home is a place that I need to protect myself from, that there are things I have to be doing to be pleasing. And that comes from old story in my family of origin, my first marriage. And so right now what I'm specifically working on in my identity Mm -hmm. is remaining in Christ in the evenings because I can really quickly just get distracted. And, you know, there's so many things we can do to enjoy, but um, how can I remain in my identity so So I am not looking to please Monty in a way that God's not asking me to? And frankly, he's not either. It's it's me. You know, I get confused and I start Mm -hmm. to act out of compulsion, which Mm -hmm. then puts me back into masking behaviors or Mm -hmm. sneaking behaviors or Mm -hmm. things that are less than what God has. The old story. The old story. <laughs> the, old, mm-hmm. the old identity, right? Right, He's yep. trying to exchange our identity. Yes. Yeah. I can tell, it resonates with me, just that trying to please others around me mm-hmm. um, and not and not live into the identity that Christ has for me. I'm That is a, is a huge one for me right now is continuing to work on. I'm not... Yeah, that compul- word compulsory, not not feeling obligate this mm-hmm. obligation in my behaviors, but just doing things out of freedom, right? Um, mm-hmm. And joy, um, I think that's that's super huge for me because I'm a big people pleaser. Yeah, and, and I find that I I literally feel tense and can't be myself if I feel if I'm if I'm not really being free in Christ and saying I'm delighted in right now. I don't have to perform right. or do something <laughs> for somebody around me right now. Right, I can just be myself and. Ooh, it's taken a while to feel comfortable oh, gosh. with myself, <laughs> yeah. you know, the person that's delighted in. Yes. Wow. It takes a long time. It and takes I'm, a long time. I'm learning still... it too, Marissa. We had conversation <laughs> yeah. when you first showed up. I mean, Marissa yeah. and I were both uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but totally I just want okay. anyone listening to know it's yeah. not, Mm-mm. you know, the Christian life, discipleship, Mm-mm. becoming who we are in Christ, it is yeah. not easy. The road is narrow. 
and our world tells us to fix it. And we talked about that last week. Jeff and Kate Mm -hmm. and I did. We want to fix it. When actually Mm -hmm. that discomfort can turn us back to Christ. And and I want it to. And I often don't still because I'm a work in progress. But I was pretty um, happy this weekend when I was invited over to a friend's house. It was Norma. Mm. And... um, I felt nervous, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is about my story with my identity, eating disorder, being pleasing, not knowing how to receive good things, and I walked in there, and I told her, I'm nervous, and um, then, you know, I was able, Marissa, it was so lovely, I am, my identity is being restored to know I can receive good things, and I was able to sit there, John served me banana bread, I ate it with delight and joy, and for some of you who know more of my story, to eat banana bread with delight and joy, Mm -hmm. that's a big deal for me. I've had a lot of really uh, extreme behavior. And um, so to be able to walk in, to feel, to receive love, Mm -hmm. to give love, and to then be able to go home into Mm -hmm. my home that has been a place Mm -hmm. where I feel I should do things, a compulsory place to be able to walk in and um, go to bed. Yes. You know, the Lord is restoring my identity and continues to. Mm -hmm. So I love that I love that you were talking about the mm-hmm. discomfort and your tendency to please. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can relate. I totally want to just say, I love that you were able just to say what you needed, right? In that moment. And then you could participate. Who's saying we can't be right. ourselves? Right. Like, oh. And I think in kind of the work that I'm doing with kids and families in therapy, there's so much that I've learned myself around this, around being curious about our identities, right. being being curious with the uncomfortableness yes. that we experience, um, not shaming ourselves around that, but just mm-hmm. wondering and having it inform us to, you know, when you said um, you knew you were aware that you were uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like that's okay. Right. Like if we run from that and we put up a feeling defense or we we put up some kind of mask, right? Mm-hmm. Then we're not really, then we're covering our identities right. instead of letting God teach us in that moment mm-hmm. and, and asking him, Lord, why am I so uncomfortable in yeah. this moment? What is, what's happening that I, all of a sudden I'm tensed up and I'm not free in my identity. Right. It, mm-hmm. it, all these masks and things we do are covering the true the true person that we are in Christ. Right. And I think, and hopefully we're on this road. I know I'm on this road mm-hmm. um, even more intensely the last five years right. to, to freedom and asking myself, why am I upset? Why am I angry? Why am I um, retreating? Mm-hmm. All the uncomfortable things in me, right. I'm constantly <laughs> asking, Marissa, why are you doing that? Yeah. Not with shame, but with right. just curiosity. And it feels so... That feels freeing, right? Just to ask myself those things. I love that. It makes me think of Romans eight one, where it says, "There is therefore now no condemnation in Christ Jesus." <laughs> and you know, Jeff yeah. last week mentioned how, yeah. in our Christian viewpoint, often yeah. we know we're not supposed to have anxiety. We're not supposed to have shame. So just the awareness that we're having anxiety or shame can cause anxiety and shame. Yes, and the reality totally. of knowing and being able to be curious mm-hmm. and using that as a pointer to say, okay, my identity, mm-hmm. I'm not believing what you're saying about my identity right now. Right. How can I realign myself right. up with your truth? Beautiful. Because you define me yes. as perfect and blameless and yes. righteous. 
and it's because of what Jesus did Mm -hmm. on the cross Mm -hmm. and it's independent of who I believe I am right now and going back to Saturnite I actually laughed when I first got there with Norma I was laughing and um, we have conversational prayer like you and I do too. And I was laughing and I said, Oh Lord, I believe, help my unbelief because you know, we are all in process yes. and that's okay. Yes. We're we supposed even, to be. We don't even have to believe it <laughs> Yeah, because God is faithful with mm-hmm. our identities. Mm-hmm. Can we yeah. show up and trust them with them? That's well, right. I want to. I want to too. We're going to keep working mm-hmm. on We're it. Keep working on it. <laughs> it's a good thing. So as we think about wrapping up, there are so many directions we could go. Marissa and I were talking at the beginning how there are 5 million things we could say. That's an exaggeration. And so many verses to quote. There's so much knowledge. There's so much wisdom. But really, we all need the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to guide us as we walk with Jesus. That Mm -hmm. is where we know who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, I always say this verse because I love it so much. Jesus told his disciples, hey, guys, it's better that I leave because I'm going to leave the spirit with you. Mm -hmm. Literally, we have that same spirit within us that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Mm -hmm. And we can come and be yoked. And it says Jesus is a friend that sits closer than a brother. And through Jesus, we can boldly approach the throne of grace to receive that mercy and grace from God, our heavenly father, holy, righteous, and good and faithful. And yes, I'm going on a little bit of a preachy diversion, but it is the truth. And so, you know, Marissa and I are learning to walk more in that with one another, despite discomfort and anxiety, awkwardness, unbelief at times, uh, masking behaviors, getting into the pit occasionally. We are learning to walk in it. Yeah. Our identity is welcome in Christ because yes. he created it. Yes. And so that's like, there should be freedom and spaciousness in mm-hmm. that. Yes, I agree, Marissa. That's a great way to wrap it up. And so today, no matter what you're wrestling with, mm-hmm. I pray that you will lay it down at the foot of the cross. You will let God into it instead of pushing mm-hmm. him away. Yeah. That you can invite him to speak truth mm-hmm. instead of resisting that word of truth. Because the word of truth is good and perfect and kind and loving. And he sees you and he created you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I know Marissa and I, that is our prayer for ourselves, for you, for our children, mm-hmm. for those that we love, for the church, for the world, that we would know Christ and the hope of our calling and that you would press in and receive his truth for you today. 